Welcome to the Multiply Your Success podcast, where each week we help growth-minded entrepreneurs and franchise leaders take the next step in their expansion journey. I'm your host, Tom Dufour, CEO of Big Sky Franchise Team. And as we open today, I'm wondering if you have ever described credit card and merchant processing fees as a cost of doing business, or just accepted that credit card fees are what they are. And if you've thought that, then today's episode is for you. Our guest today is Justin Clegg, who's the founder of a new fintech seeking to disrupt the small business payment processing space. They figured out a way to redirect the processing fees away from the merchant. Part of the reason I wanted to have Justin on the podcast is that I'm starting to see a trend in this direction. For years, I've seen the merchant, especially the small business owner, has paid the price of credit card processing fees with little or no protection from chargebacks. And I'm starting to see this trend now of businesses and other processing organizations that are starting to redirect those fees or some, maybe not all of them, but some of them back to the consumer. So let's go ahead and jump into my interview with Justin Clegg. Thanks, Tom, uh, for having me on the show. I'm Justin Clegg, founder and CEO of Allset, a fintech startup based out of Utah. Great. Well, thanks for being here, Justin. One of the things that was it, that stood out to me right away that I'd, I'd love to just jump into is talking this this idea of conversational commerce that that came up that really stuck out to me. So I'd love for you to talk about what is it, and then we can continue the conversation from there. Yeah, great question. Allset is a business that offers conversational texting uh, that has a fintech business model, and so we define conversational commerce as really the ability to uh, transact and make purchases, uh, open customers' wallets, all through preferred messaging channels. So uh, we're very bullish on SMS as a ubiquitous channel. Uh, everybody's got a phone, uh, you know, independent of whether it's a smartphone uh, or a non-smartphone. Uh, SMS is something that uh, everybody is familiar with um, and comfortable with uh, and knows how to use. Um, it doesn't require an app. Uh, to download. You don't have to learn a new UI. And so we leverage uh, SMS. We power uh, you know, tens of thousands of uh, concurrent messages uh, to be able to help businesses uh, better run their business uh, and grow uh, with their customers. So uh, we're excited about conversational commerce. There's really a lot of uh, developing areas. It's a bit of a green field. Uh, you know, whether that's disciplines like natural language processing uh, or uh, entity extraction, uh, you can learn a lot and do a lot with uh, sort of conversational uh, AI and conversational messaging. And that's uh, a big part of our uh, platform and, and about our, of our company today. Great. So how does a platform like yours then and, and help enable this conversational commerce, especially for a small business. I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm thinking of a guy out in the field who's trying to text message from his phone and communicate. There are all of these e text message threads going back and forth. How, how do you help kind of manage and organize all of that? Yeah, uh, good question. So Allset uh, simplifies uh, text message payments and text message invoicing. So uh, we handle... Uh, the ability and we we help businesses uh, generate and create payment links that can then be sent uh, and automated uh, to their customers. And the experience is really simple and delightful. Uh, as a customer, if you've recently received a service, 
you'll get a text that's powered by Allset. You'll open up the link. You'll tap and uh, the link. Uh, it will show you a secure checkout page. You'll enter your card info, uh, which is stored securely, and you can complete the payment right there on the spot. So we're displacing the status quo of cash checks. Uh, we often see Venmo uh, or peer-to-peer payment apps like Zelle. And uh, you know, more important uh, is thinking about the fees that are associated with credit cards. And businesses today are really struggling with excessive credit card fees, which we're eating you know, at, from their margins. And Allset uh, is offering zero cost payment processing. So we're able to redirect those fees uh, in a uh, compliant way across all 50 states. So it's uh, the most simple payment experience through text uh, without the fees. And that's kind of our main value proposition today. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So uh, I, so in terms of those fees and managing that, I, I, you know, anyone tuning in, hopefully that caught their attention because as a business leader, we all face those credit card fees that we just all automatically assume, depending on your volume, that it's going to be two and a half to three and a half percent of your sale going out the door no matter what. Um, and so, how uh, you know, without getting into all the, I, I'm sure there are a lot of technical details into it. How, how does that all work? Because someone's probably thinking, well, uh, that sounds too good to be true, Justin. So help help, help overcome that. Sure. Um, the technical term is a fee redirect. So uh, when a merchant uh, creates a text message invoice, uh, we take that fee, which we define as kind of a convenience fee, and we're actually able to pass that on to the client. Um, now, there's certainly rules and regulations on which states this applies to. Um, but we uh, give the client the opportunity to choose their payment method, whether that's credit, debit, or ACH. Um, and then they'll also take on that convenience fee, which ends up saving the merchant you know, tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars per year. Uh, for a business that's doing a million dollars a year in annual revenue, they're typically looking at thirty to forty thousand dollars in credit card fees, which we can help offset uh, by passing those to the clients that they're servicing. Uh, and then we also have flexibility in terms of waiving those fees altogether, uh, or splitting them fifty-fifty or seventy-five twenty, uh, and making it uh, you know just very flexible. And I think that's uh, kind of the big opportunity is uh, you know making sure that businesses and their clients that they're serving. Uh, have that choice um, in how they would like to pay and in how they would like to address and handle those fees. How have you seen this impact? Can you give us a few use cases of some of your clients or some you know uh, superstars you've seen go through this? Yeah. So uh, since January, Allset has completed over 40,000 transactions. Um, we've also uh, hit an annualized run rate of 2.5 million uh, in charges or uh, you know transactions annualized. And uh, so we're seeing good momentum and traction in terms of uh, you know offering a simple and convenient way to pay. Now uh, we work with businesses across a variety of sectors within small medium business. So uh, whether those are contractors, so think painters, roofers, uh, plumbers, we also are talking to uh, a lot of uh, outdoor care companies, so think landscaping, pest control. And then we also service, you know, cleaning businesses. Now it doesn't, you know, stop at home services. We think there's, you know, massive opportunity in a number of other professional services and small medium businesses. 
uh, doing payments today. So, uh, but yeah, we, we've seen uh, some good early signs of traction. We're a small, uh, you know, six person uh, early stage startup. So uh, there's certainly risk and pivoting and a lot of learning, uh, but we're doing our best to um, offer a best in class service, um, you know, from uh, our customer uh, support and success teams uh, to making the product look beautiful and delightful to the customers that we're working with. So, uh, yeah, those would be kind of just some of our, our early data points that we're headed in the right direction and that the model is working. Yeah. Well, and, and, uh, our, the folks who tend to listen in at this stage are tend to be either franchisors or they have franchising on the mind on their on their mind. So how have you seen this work with franchise companies? And but you've got the franchisor and franchisees. Are you working with any in that in that space? Yeah, we do. So uh we have businesses we've worked with that uh you know we'll call internally you know multi-location. So 100 plus locations or uh, 100 plus franchises. So whether that's, um, you know, a pest control company, a cleaning franchise, and what we're doing is, you know, effectively uh, collaborating very closely with, you know, the lead uh, or sort of with the corporate um, arm of the franchise to help them understand some of the tools and technology gaps that they may be experiencing. Uh, and then by partnering with them at the corporate level, uh, then we can essentially issue pilots uh, and, you know, we'll identify 10 of kind of the leading franchise uh, owners uh, and then roll out uh, a beta. And then once we've kind of demonstrated and proved success within those first five to 10 locations, then we'll start to see uh, more of a rollout. So uh, it's definitely a mid-market play. And our job is to ensure that we have the right resources and can set the right expectations in how we want to support uh, these, you know, businesses that are obviously much larger than us um, and making sure that, you know, we're just very upfront about what we can and can't do, uh, but also, you know, being there as, as kind of a, a technology partner in building uh, the world that they would like to see. Um, so those are uh, opportunities and, and conversations that are actively in place that we're seeing today. Yeah, well, I would think based on the size that you described your organization at, that it really is more like a partnership and working with these folks. You're small and nimble and able to adjust with changing trends that sometimes maybe happen uh, daily or monthly, you know, very frequent changes that are occurring. So I, I think that's a value add, I would imagine, for your clients and customers you're working with. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're experts in, you know, handling uh, communications. We're experts in uh, understanding really a lot of the laws uh, and regulation around uh, the handling of fees uh, as it you know relates to credit card uh, payments and, and processing. So uh, a lot of things are changing. Um, you know, being a fintech company, I think certainly uh, creates uh, a lot of uh, you know, expectation around, you know, how uh, security is handled, how, you know, people's money is handled. And we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we're we're supporting these businesses and instilling confidence um, in the way that, that we do work with them. Yeah. Well, Justin, this is a great time for us to make a transition in the show where we ask every guest the same four questions before they go. And the first question is, have you had a miss or two uh, in your career and something you learned from it? Yes, uh, plenty of misses. Um, 
Uh, I think a big one in 2017, there was a fintech company in Utah uh, that uh, you know gave me an opportunity to come and work with their team. Uh, they were very small. Um, and I looked at uh, fintech and I said, you know, that I don't know if that is as exciting of an opportunity for me at this time. Uh, I said no. And then, you know, about five years later, that company sold for about two and a half billion. So uh, I, I won't say which one you can kind of do your homework online. But uh, uh, yeah, we're, um, you know, the technology can be serendipitous uh, in the sense that opportunities come and go. And uh, we hope to see and, and create more opportunities like that um, in, in this U- Utah ecosystem. So great. Well, let's let's look at the opposite side of things now and talk about a, a make or two. You have a great background, so I'd love for you to share share, share some wins along the way. Sure. Um, you know, I, I'd like to think. Uh, you know, I, I put myself in a position in Silicon Valley. You know, where we're at the forefront of on-demand delivery, and so I had early exposure to businesses that were thinking about. Uh, on-demand delivery over text messaging, um, and spent a lot of time uh, thinking about, uh, you know, how to recruit drivers and poach them from companies like Uber and Lyft, uh, and essentially help them uh, deliver products instead of people. And uh, being at the forefront of that circa 2015, 2016, uh, I think really set an interesting uh, pace and precedent uh, for what we now have today is, you know, businesses like DoorDash uh, and Instacart um, and Uber Eats, among, you know, countless other, other uh, you know, delivery services. So I uh, learned a lot in that space. Um, and, you know, on-demand delivery is uh, labor intensive. It's low margin. Um, and I think, you know, there's just as many exciting opportunities in messaging uh, as that develops, uh, as well as payments in fintech. So, that's been kind of a, a good career learning and, and insight, um, but lots ahead and lots to learn. Great. Well, let uh, the name of the show is Multiply Your Success. And the uh, have you used a multiplier or two to grow yourself, your companies, or anything in between there? Yeah. Um, being a, a founder is, is a lonely journey. Um, and there's certainly a weight of leadership that, uh, you know, myself and, and my leadership team, I think all feel in ensuring, you know, success and, and a, a positive outcome for our investors and, and folks who have spent a lot of time uh, in us and, and in and kind of what we're building. Um, multipliers, I, I think, are one, just protecting mental health and prioritizing that. Uh, and then the second is just physical health, you know, so uh, investing in, uh, you know, whether uh, that's a trainer or a gym membership, and then, you know, being consistent uh, and thinking about nutrition, those things have, I think, unlocked um, a a lot of uh, uh, energy and output. And, you know, you have to take care of your body and and your mind. And um, if you can't take care of those things, you know, you really can't take care of a company and and others, um, you know, that are also uh, working towards, you know, the same vision. So uh, that that's been a big multiplier, um, and something that I'm always thinking about is, you know, how do you uh, craft uh, and design and build uh, the body and the mind that that I'd like to have um, to be able to support the demands of and the stress of of this job, and and uh, you know, encouraging my team to do the same. Yeah. Well, and the final question we ask every guest is what does success mean to you? 
Uh, good question. I, I think success um, can be relative uh, to whatever kind of the desires of your heart are. Um, for some, it's it's monetary uh, or financial. Um, for others, it's having kind of freedom to be able to choose uh, where and how you spend your time. Um, and I think personally, uh, success for me, I think really uh, evolves a lot around family and, and uh, time with family uh, and building a family. Um, and I think that truly is one of the most important things. Um, and so I think there's, uh, you know, success to me is, uh, you know, did I develop good relationships uh, with family and friends? Uh, was I able to leave people better? Um, and then, you know, can you create uh, economic impact and, you know, sort of uh, wh whether that's uh, generational wealth or job creation, um, you know, it's it's less about headcount. And I think just more about the impact on, you know, what this company or, or any other future companies um, had on uh, people, their livelihoods, um, and, you know, creating favorable economic conditions. And so we feel really lucky to, I think, be in an ecosystem where we can start companies. Um, I think the tools and resources that are available now um, are exciting. You know, it's it's not hard to uh, start a company. It's, it's really hard to execute and uh, find problems that people are willing to pay for uh, and then scaling. Uh, so we have a lot to learn in, in those areas. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably just summarize that as success being defined as, you know, being uh, a good person, uh, having a framework that, uh, you know, leaves people better and then focusing on family. And uh, those are some areas that are important to me right now. Yeah. And Justin, before we go, is there anything you were hoping to share or, or get across that you haven't had a chance to yet? Uh come, you know, check out our website. It's uh, tryallset.com. If you're a business owner or a franchise owner, um, come learn more. And uh, we offer a free payments platform. So uh, come take a look. If we can help lower your credit card fees, we'd love to uh, help. And uh, the website is uh, tryallset.com. Justin, thank you so much for a fantastic interview. And let's go ahead and jump into today's three key takeaways. So takeaway number one is when Justin described the definition of what conversational commerce is. That was a new term to me. And he talked about the ability to transact and communicate with your customers in their preferred method of communication or preferred channel. And his specifically is regarding SMS and text messaging. Takeaway number two is about the fee redirect and that this is a going trend. And when he said he's able to save, he's seen clients that are generating approximately a million dollars in revenue. They're saving 30 to $40,000 a year uh, by switching to his program. And I thought that's substantial. I mean, if you think about thirty or $40,000 a year, that could be a part-time employee or a marketing campaign at your company. It's pretty significant. Takeaway number three is just something that Justin mentioned right in the midst of talking about what success means to him. And he said, I thought it was a great nugget. He said, it's hard to find a problem that people are willing to pay for a solution. And I thought that was great. You know, That's what he's trying to solve in these other tech companies and just any other creative organization. They're trying to find problems that people have, find a solution, and then figure out a way to monetize it. And now it's time for today's win-win. So today's win-win, 
ties back to this fee redirect that Justin was talking about. And it's a speculation I have, really. So this is just, again, purely speculative, just some ideas that I have in my mind. But I see this fee redirect as a real opportunity for merchants and consumers to now be sharing the cost in these merchant processing. And to me, I think it's a win-win because the consumer will now start to see these extra costs of purchasing uh, these goods or services that they're buying. I think that this could be a stepping stone or a starting point to help reduce a huge crisis we have in America, which is the consumer credit and consumer debt crisis, I should say, that we have. And so from an altruistic stance, I view this as an opportunity to maybe put in view of the general consumer to, to see the cost of that merchant fee and maybe cause them to not use credit card and force them to use a a direct more cash-like transaction through maybe an ACH or cash on hand, which may reduce them expanding the debt that they currently have or maybe even reducing it. So that's my win-win for today. And so that's the episode today, folks. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. And remember, if you or anyone you know might be ready to franchise their business, take their franchise company to the next level, please connect with us at BigSkyFranchiseTeam.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to having you back next week.